Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. Uh, Today's show is in response, actually, to um, a lot of what's going on in the U.S. and also around the world with um, with the aftermath of our newly inaugurated um, president and all the things that are going on with that. Um, and I wanted to just preface this with um, this is beyond the, oh, if Hillary should have won. This is, has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. This has nothing to do with it, – it's not even political – Per se, um, what I want to really address, though, is the is how to manage your emotions and energy in a space where you have feel, feel like you have so little control over what's happening in your world. And you know, most of the time, we focus so much on our personal lives. And I had someone say to me yesterday, "Well, I don't have time for any of that because I have to take care of my kids." And um, and you can live kind of microcosmically, or at least in the past, because, but the whole reason why all of this is happening on a big scale, and you're see me, hear me juxtaposition back and forth, kind of going back and forth between the higher perspective and the circumstances that we're dealing with, you know, currently, and how to, how to deal with both, because um, when you think about, when you think of it that way, you have to only focus on me, and focus on my family, and focus on my business, focus on me, and all that, and I really don't have anything to do with any of that. It's not going to affect me anyway. What you're doing is you're holding up the forward momentum and you're really slowing down this process of, from a bigger perspective because this is a big, giant awakening. This is getting everyone on board, not just a few, but everyone, and that's one of the reasons why there's so many tentacles, there's so much happening even in Europe, and with, you know, with Britain and Brexit, and um, all of these things are certainly current events that are affecting us you know, in various and sundry ways, but they're also intergalactic, interplanetary events that are where we are literally living through a throttling forward. And I'm actually feeling the guys starting to channel because honestly, I didn't really want to do a show today because I was just really kind of worn out, feeling kind of beaten up with everything going on. But it's always good to come and hang with you guys because the guys come in and all of a sudden, you know, a minute in, I feel the warm and fuzzy, like, okay, let's go. Thanks for showing up. Let's talk. So um, there's actually a lot of messages today that have come through. And I'll let you know, this is this is something that's being channeled through. It hasn't been channeled to me before. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll let you know kind of, you know, as we go, I'll kind of hopefully be able to be somewhat organized when the guys get involved in this, get a little, you know, going in a lot of directions, so I'm going to try to keep things, um, you know, linear enough so that we can all keep up with what's being um, shared. But when you are focused only on your own world, those people, that perspective, uh, staying in the bubble, staying in your tunnel, staying in your smokestack is what's actually the reason why all this is happening, is that in order for us, it's time. Okay, we've had a whole new grid change several times over. Um, everybody was concerned about Y2K. Everybody was concerned about 2012. And then we heard a lot of rumblings about this time between 2016 and 2020. And it's, it is it is a really, 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 really time, you know, as my friend Dane said, a godzillion uh, post time. It's a really, really post time. And there's no ignoring it. And everybody who tries to, Something will be affected that matters to you. So it may not be that, you know, you care about the Muslims or the blacks or the, the Hispanics or the Mexicans or, you know, the women or whatever, but there will be something that hits you right in the gut. You will get sucker punched if you're not paying attention. 
And even if you are paying attention, you might be even more sucker punched if you happen to be an empath and feel every single thing, whether it affects you or not, like myself. And many, many, many of my colleagues that both, you know, pretty much, well, with the exception of maybe one or two people, all of my friends, um, everybody metabolizes this stuff differently, you know, and our mental minds are really being pushed, our physicality, um, we have various versions of ourselves, right? So we have our physical version of ourselves, which is our, you know, muscle and bone and blood and organs and all that. We have our body. We have our emotional versions of ourselves, our emotional bodies, our mental mind. And then we have our energetic bodies and our energetic um, frequencies. And so those are, if you look at them as four legs of a stool, a four legs of a table, um, if one is stacked really high and the other one is really low, like if you're super high in your intellect and you're super high in your physicality and you're very focused on your stuff and just you, then you're going to have a very high leg on that side of the table. And if you're not particularly um, energetically inclined or, or paying attention to matching that or getting um, energetically mature, as they call it, uh, you'll have a very low leg on the other side. Um, and then that also, you know, your frequency has a, a lot of effects on your emotions, a lot of effects on your mental state. And then, of course, then that goes backwards into your body. So you start to manifest, if you're not paying attention to those other three, you start to manifest illness. You start to manifest things like tumors and, and various, um, you know, weight gain and all these types of things when you're kind of polarized in one direction because your body is sort of taking a hit for it. So it's good to start to find balance. And that's that's really one of the most empowering things you can do during this time of change. And, I'm, and I guarantee you there will be no stone left unturned. There will be no soul on this planet walking this earth at this time that will not be affected. There is no hiding. There is no, oh, it doesn't matter for me. There will be something. The first 30, 40, 50 things may not affect you, but that 51st thing is going to knock you down. So it's time to pay attention. And to um, and to, to look at it square in the face, and to take a take a lane, take a lane of love or unity or you know um, recovery, whatever it is. But take a lane. Do not hide from it. Do not ignore it. Do not turn your back on it because that's what's going to keep it in this acute phase. This scenario right now. We're in the teardown stage. We're in that. We're watching the tower fall, and in a lot of ways, and um, and it's just, just, and, and it, it, it's kind of, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just slash, 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 and and whole infrastructure is just crumble, 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 crumble. Now, um, some of the good goes out with that. A lot of not good goes out with that. There's a lot of things. You can't, you know, it really depends on your point of view and your perspective, what's good and what's not good. But the bottom line is there's a tremendous amount of disruption going on. And that's the first stage of any kind of major change. Um, next, you'll have kind of a, a reactionary period where everybody's reacting in all different directions. And then you have some sort of incident that gets everybody kind of like, whoa, you know, in a state of surrender, a state of, like, awareness where everybody's on the same page of awareness. And then you have that rebuilding. You have that unification. You start to have that rebuilding. And ultimately you are better off. You know, you are in another thing. And we're what we're doing is we're going from having been flying at, let's say, 10,000 feet, and we're going up to 100,000 feet, not even 50,000. And, you know, average plane flies at 30, 35,000. We're not even there at this point. We're going all the way up past 100,000. And that's because, um, and, you know, bear with me as I say this, but that's because we're moving into an interplanetary type of um, interaction. In the past, it's always been Earth, 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 Earth. And going forward, we're being prepared to start to work with other civilizations, other interplanetary groups. Um, and, and that's going to be the bigger thing. You know, ultimately, it's not going to matter so much what's going on in the U.S. and on on you know, Europe versus this versus that, China, of course, when we start to deal with other societies, it's like, oh, wait, we don't care about a race anymore because we're the human race and there is something else, right? So we are being prepared for that. Several of the channels that I went to during the holidays said the same exact thing, and they don't know each other. Um, you know, that from, from my perspective, it, you know, maybe friends, but the bottom line is that the I've been looking for 
consistent threads. So there is a huge jump in evolution that's happening right now. And it's not just, you know, uh, Earth evolution, interplanetary interaction evolution. So that's coming. That's coming. Now, as we're going through this breaking down phase, though, what I, I know um, has been happening, because I've had many calls, I've had many clients saying it, um, and, and myself and my producer and, you know, pretty much everybody has talked to total strangers. And, uh, you know, we're all saying the same thing, which is you think just when you think you're kind of sort of finding a little bit of a breath of equilibrium, something else, you know, goes, you know, just like pulls the rug out, of, out from underneath you. And so there is a legitimate um, load, extra load on your adrenal glands, on your hormonal structures, on your emotions, on your psyche. Um, a lot of the defense mechanisms that we've had in the past, like, you know, head in the sand or getting distracted with various activities and things, will not work. And so this is all being pushed. Um, we're all being pushed and having our butt pushed uh, because we need what's being, we're being kind of, there's no more, it's not just an invitation anymore. It's kind of a command to to learn how to manage our lives energetically to learn how to manage with energy, to learn how to manage with focus, to learn how to manage with intention, to open up the new toolkit that we have access to. You know, we, you know many of us have had known about this for years because we're, we're of the cloth, as they say, we're in the business, but there's many who don't or who think it could be a hobby. No, it's kind of cheap to go listen to Mari's show and, and dabble in this spiritual thing, and you know, but then you kind of still sort of uh, sleep in your in your saying, pond, you know, sort of, sort of the same old pond where you stop looking for yourself. And so um, <clears throat> so what you are um, wanting to do is is build your skills in in parallel work, in manifestation, multidimensional manifesting work, in your meditation work, um, in your intuition uh, practices and you know, and really strengthen your intuition. Because without those skills, you will not get through the period and the story. You have to have them. You cannot ignore Okay? It's not about what's going to happen to me next, what's going to happen to me in the, in, the, in the energy, when am I going to find a boyfriend, what's my romance going to be this year. It's not about that. Okay? Because if nothing's happening to you, your focus and energy and intention is what's driving whatever it is. So, um, excuse me. So it's important. It's important to, to start to take um, some, some empowered steps forward in building your skills, building your skills. One of the key skills, and I, I talked about this in the description of the show, is um, how to intuitively know when someone is lying and has ill intention. Um, and what I'm watching is many, it, it's, it's fascinating how much lying is going on and into cameras and on, you know, from major, major issues that can impact millions upon millions, if not billions of people. And um, and certain people are saying, oh, that wasn't a lie. Oh, that was a this. Or, oh, that, you know, oh, don't believe what you just saw. Don't believe what you just saw. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it waddles like a duck, it's not a porcupine. It's duck. And there's a, there's a, there's a uh, physical focus you know, on I, I you know, I I have this from Snopes and this from you know this fact checker and this and, that. and that's not true. But there's also what you need to learn is how to energetically know within every cell in your being this is not true. This is not true. Okay. So the first thing that you'll do when you're listening to someone speak to you, and this can be in your personal life, it can be you know politicians. I mean, I have to say that uh, these these officials that are you know, in office for a bit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Lord, I'm trying. <laughs> in office for a bit. These officials are really catalysts for us, and they're actually gifts in a, in a I say that in air quotes, but it's true. It's true. The guys are saying it, so I'm going to repeat it, you know. And um, and so they're, they're going to push, really push, so that we all get our skills, you know, going. So, to know how someone's lying. 
first thing is you're listening to them. If you ever start to question if this person telling the truth or not, close your eyes for a second and feel your body. Your body will always tell you the truth, always, always. And if you can't, that's okay. Uh, but I'm just saying, if you have a moment, just close your eyes for a second, take a deep breath, okay, and feel through your body. Am I feeling in my solar plexus? Because that's the, that's the will center, that's the lie detector, right in the round your belly button, okay? Am I feeling tinge? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling like a nervous feeling? Am I getting a little bit of a heat flash? Okay, not a hot flash. I see that a lot of hot flash, but just like flash of warmth, of heat, of intense heat. Um, you might get a chill. You might get a shudder. But your body will let you know always if something is true or if something is. If you feel a sense of heaviness, you feel like somebody just put a big, you know, load on your back. That's a lie. There's a lie going on. Not true. If you're feeling light and like a whoosh feeling and like a openness and you feel or you feel a passion or an instant excitement about something, then it's true. It's true for you. Okay? And so if you can't close your eyes, you know, you can always ask for guidance and say, you know, truth. You can just ask truth and, and your body will let you know. Okay, you'll get a you'll get a a uh, you know, kind of a hit, we call it an energetic or an intuitive hit. Okay, so the other thing you can do is to watch somebody's body language as they're lying. When someone's lying, they, their eyes start to go shifty, left to right, left to right, left to right. Um, or they do a, a very specific stare because they're trying to stay in a specific mode to, to stick to the lie. You can also um, see how they, how they speak They'll clench their jaw because they're not using their full person because it's not true. They will, um, if you notice, watch people's lips. If they, you'll see that many politicians, you know, obviously we're using the politicians as a catalyst with this, but many politicians speak and they don't use their lips. You can see some of the, like look at Richard Nixon's interviews if you YouTube them. You see they they have very very almost no lips and they don't use them lot. They speak through their teeth. They speak very you know, it's kind of like very thoroughly in their throat. And that that whole body language is telling you that they're sinking with help. Okay? And many times both say life, but things are being with help. So what can you do when you start to see this happen? Well, two things. Um, you know, it is very human um, to resist, right, just to, to sort of wall up. And uh, and stiffen up with it, and I um, I can do that with the best of them. But it's also to allow energy to move through you and not to brace against it. So to almost be like keep up and feel like this. you feel like this big burst of negative energy instead of like oh no 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 you just just go and let it just go right through you, right. So then it just dissipates. Because the resistance allows them to if you keep resisting, you can actually hurt yourself, right? So sometimes you just have to kind of yield in the sense of not bracing. Not it's not acceptance or anything like that, but it's just it's just for your own personal care. The other thing you can do is put yourself into a ball of light and see yourself as your light body. See yourself because we all have a light body as well as our physical body, so it's our energetic body, and just turn yourself into light. And the way that you can um, Help yourself, especially if you're dealing with a person-to-person thing. You know, I'm not, you're not watching TV or Facebook or something. You're just dealing with a, a regular person telling you an untruth, a lie. You can burst your energy really, like, boom, like just like, like a, a big burst, almost like a firework. Burst your energy out, and it'll back them up. And it's like kind of a warning shot, like, don't even try. You know, this is not being received. This is being received as the truth, as what it is, which is a lie. And it'll back them up, and it'll 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 actually shut it down. And I've seen it happen. I've had a lot of women actually clients who have been abused by men. Um, they have used the bursting of energy to uh, back the person up away from them. Um, I've had women. This is more than one. Several where guys are coming and being very physically uh, aggressive or threatening. And it's 
what they do is they don't back down per se, but they burst their energy really hard, and then the person like literally backs up um, because they perceive it. They're not obviously seeing any light or anything, but they're perceiving it. And, they, and so because you're saying I'm taking my space, because remember your space, your boundaries are not just physical. Okay, we have physical boundaries, but we also have energetic. And so those who telescope out to protect us are I mean, to, to protect us, and they can also telescope in to protect us. So sometimes you feel like you need um, you need that uh, ball of light around you. You know, it's like closer in. It's like you're just pulling in. And sometimes you need to burst it out. Okay, when you're dealing with with this kind of thing, it's it's important to um, know that you can do that. This is making you aware of your energetic body and all of its capacities, which are a millionfold stronger and higher than, um, sorry, which are a millionfold um, stronger and and higher than um, your physical. Okay, so your energetic it is it is imperative this time. The sooner you guys learn this and you employ it on a regular basis, the sooner the acute chaos that we're dealing with can dissipate. The only reason why it is as acute and crazy as it is is because it's trying to force everyone to get on the same page where we start to seek alternative methods to managing our world beyond the physical. Because when we start to interact with other planets and with other civilizations, they all are energetically uh, engaged. Okay, and we cannot be completely narcissistic in our own, in our way of being and only focus on our intellect and our logic and our physicality. We have to be able to be fluent in all of our energetic and intuitive faculties and be not only you know just uh, well read about them, but to operationalize them. And the sooner that you do that, the sooner and the, you know, we have you know the better part of you know two thirds of, of our human race doing that, the sooner this, all of this worldwide chaos can stop. And until we are at that point where people are just being, you know, uh, slammed in, in all different directions to get to that point, until we are, we will continue to see this kind of breaking down of everything. Once we get this, the next layer of that, though, and this is coming through also, is um, there's like two things here going on. One is and upgrading our abilities to connect to our energy and our intuitive, energetic and intuitive um, senses. But then the next thing is the ability to um, find love and compassion. It is very hard when you know you're being attacked and things are really, you know, you're, you're literally being, you know, thrown around in a washing machine spin um, to find the, the love compassion thing. And I think a lot of the people who are kind of touting, oh, let's love each other, let's love, I don't think they're really there. I think that a lot of them are just trying to fluff and tell people, like, you know, don't insult the people who are kind of causing all of this. <laughs> you know, love everybody, you know. Yeah, you know, take take a bullet, but also love the guy who shot you kind of thing. And, um, and that's it. It's not really coming from, the deep place. Some people are for sure there. Some people are, but it's very, I would say, less than 1%. So if you see people saying that, it's great. It's great rhetoric. you got to look and see, are they really, and this is where you can use those energetic skills. Is that real for them? Is that really where they're coming from? Or is it a manipulation to say, just, you know, sit down, shut up, and let things go as, you know, as they're going to go? So just, just be careful with where that's coming from. I have a tendency to, um, get enraged when I see people say that on like on places like Facebook because I can read the energy and know their intention and know that it has nothing to do with love and compassion and has to do with it's almost like putting up a shield so that they can, you know, continue on a particular path of destruction. So I, I just have a, a little leery of that. And you have to go on a case by case basis. Okay, a case by case basis. You know, you got the, the Pope and he's saying, you know, love and compassion is probably real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, other people not so much. I, I know that this is not uh, necessarily politically correct for all audiences and all that kind of thing, but I think that that's the point. And that's what I've been called forward to do uh, is to say, 
uh, let's get real. You know, let's let's get real. People are really, really hurting. And people are feeling really, really scared and threatened and anxious. And, you know, and like I said, you don't have to be, you know, gay or losing abortion, you know, you know abortion or Planned Parenthood or any of these things. It could be simple as that, you know, having laws that drop, you know, literally wipe out um, protection of the environment, protection, you know, allowing pollution, allowing spill, spills, allowing, you know, all, all kinds of horrible, horrible things that have just, you can't even put your head around why, and, you know, other than somebody's trying to make a profit. And, um, and it, it's just, it's a really, it's, dev- it's a devastating thing. So I'm just, I'm keeping it very real. Very real. Just looking at it for what it is, and um, and and this is and, and again, when we're flying high above it, it's catalytic. Now I have to tell myself that too because I react. I'm you know human like everybody else, but I you know that affects me. React, react, and react. But the next piece of this is that when as we once you're able to sort of perceive your world energetically, and you know you have your physical, we all know how to do that. But once we start to engage these energetic and intuitive senses, that puts us into a whole new vast possibility. And that's what's really exciting because as we get on the other side of this, as we build these intuitive and energetic muscles, we start to get to use our imagination and to use our – and imagination, I know Wayne Dyer used to break it down to um, I-hyphen-magi-hyphen-nation, being a nation of magicians, a nation of alchemists and um, being able to change matter and being able to change circumstance with our own personal magic. And our own personal magic is our imagination, is being able to create a point of focus, a vision, um, an idea, and then to use the imagination in a deliberate way to create a frequency. And this is how this really works. A lot of people like... Out, like to do vision boards and all that kind of stuff, and that's okay. <clears throat> but I think they have to create um, that they're creating something, or they, or worse yet, they think they're waiting for something to be created for them. Um, and that's not true. What you do when you have a vision board or an amulet or any kind of thing that is focusing your thoughts, okay? So a vision board, Pinterest board, I love Pinterest. Um, when you focus your thoughts, what you do is you're choosing a frequency, you're choosing a parallel. You are giving up a blueprint of a structure. So let's say um, you want a car, a specific car, and you get a picture of that car and you're staring at that car and you're seeing yourself in the car and you're doing an alignment session, you know, you know, seeing yourself as already owning the car in some way, complimenting it on it, whatever. When you, when you, like use a vision board even with the car. What you're doing is you're you're giving the energy a blueprint of frequency. And the longer you hold yourself in that frequency and you can maintain a very clear focus intention on that frequency, on that idea, the thing that you want, you are literally creating a magnetic field that rearranges the molecular structures into the parallel of what you're desiring. So everything is molecular, you know, little molecules. Like, so just think of like, what do they call it? Not smoke, but, you know, like fog. Like I drew the genie coming up out of the bottle. When a genie came out of the bottle, she was in that smoke, right? And then her molecular structure changed into matter. But she, then it's the same genie, the body of genie, changed into smoke into her energetic self to go into the bottle. She changed into, and then she became physical again, and then she changed from physical and went into smoke to come up out of the bottle, okay? So that's essentially molecular frequency um, restructuring itself, okay? It's the same thing. It's just two different versions of it, right? So you have your molecular structure of you, and then you have your physical version of you. And what we're doing when we use a vision board, what we're doing when we're using our parallel reality, what we're doing when we're using any kind of, you know, charms or amulets or anything like that, what we're doing is we're creating a frequency blueprint so that what it is we're desiring has a magnetic um, impetus to, to create, okay, to, to actually come into being. It's not even creating because it already exists. You're just restructuring molecules. So... By holding focus, and you can do this by taking 10 minutes in a day, and you can, you know, 
see yourself sitting in your, you know, dream house in the room of your choice, and you're complimenting it. You're saying, oh, isn't it amazing how much then, how much better things are learning here in, in, the, in this country now. I feel so safe. I feel so excited. I feel, I feel elated. I feel relieved. I feel so relieved. And you can see yourself having that, not just being in that dwelling or in that car or at that party with those people, but having this frequency blueprint of the feeling of the emotion. Those are the other legs of the table. The frequency and the emotion. When you do that, the frequency and the emotion, that's what really is the glue of those molecules into being. Okay? So taking 10 minutes a day with focus and energy and attention, and you can do it, you know, I personally think you should do it three times a day, and I say that because um, there's so much jarring things happening in between those sessions that so you might be pulled off your rail in between. So if you can, you know, sit down 10, 10 minutes three times a day, then what you're, you're going to get is a, a cleaner blueprint. Because remember, if you're holding up vision to the field of possibility, of energetic possibilities, and you have all these different molecules just swirling all over, infinite possibilities of infinite parallels that are available to work to, to you know, for you to choose to participate in in your life. What you're looking to is that you're ordering up a new frequency, ordering up a, a parallel, right? And, and, and by your focus. So you're focusing on, okay, I'm now driving a, a beautiful, you know, Toyota car. And so that, you're holding up the idea of the Toyota in your own space, in your own mind. Well, in the, in, the, in the field of infinite possibilities, the Toyota, the various Toyota frequencies are cataloging. And as you hold up your vision, the one that matches that starts to configure, starts to configure molecularly. So that structure starts to come into being for you, where you can physically perceive it. So what you'll start to see is sales on Toyotas. Then somebody will say, oh, I just bought a Toyota. And then somebody will say, oh, you know, I I thought that they were going to do a rebate on Toyotas. And then, oh, my dad built Toyotas. And all of a sudden, oh, I know somebody's selling it. Oh, there's a contest for Toyotas. Whatever that parallel is for the easiest and quickest way for you to get it, that's what's going to align with you first. Now, it can go really, really fast. And in this new energy, you can go instant. You can have instant manifestation in this new energy. However, instant manifestation only happens with consistent focus. So if you do 10, 10 minutes of your alignment session, and then you come out, and you get back on Facebook, and, you know, some other law is flashed, some right is blown up, somebody's yelling at somebody, somebody's insulting somebody, and your whole energy goes, Woof. guess what happens to the to that, to that blueprint that's ordering up the molecular shift. It collapses, and it holds up whatever is your current most emotional state of mind, state of being, that's what's held up now to the field. So now they're like, oh, we were just loading in the Toyota thing. Oh, wait, no, she's, oh, my God, she's, oh, okay, she's fashion, bro. okay, we got to we got to get the crashing bird catalog back out. That's what she's mirroring. Okay, we're going to mirror that. And then you have constant reinforcement of the crashing bird because that's what you're holding up. You're always holding something up to the field of energy, the field of possibility. You're holding up something. Whatever is your dominant thought and your dominant habitual thought, is that's the big sign that you're holding up to your field of molecular structures. Of infinite possibility. And if you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, high low, high low, high low, you're going to have your, your field reading out high low, high low, high low. If you're really, really in a state of lack, meaning you kind of, you know, hit a rough patch and, um, and money seems to stop flowing and then you start to panic about it and start to go into the past of, oh, this happened before and that was the horrible thing that happened and this is going to happen again. You're holding out, you're starting to you know, flash the strobe light into the field of possibility and say, okay, and whatever you're flashing is a magnet. It's literally these molecular structures will completely configure like the magnet, as a magnet, whatever blueprint you're holding up. And if it's changing every two seconds, your field is changing every two seconds to prove it out to you. 
It's really tit for tat. It really, really is. Very reactionary. Some people say, well, I'm just going to stay miserable, and then God and the energy to be can prove to me not to be. You know, I'm going to stay safe and miserable because I know how to deal with miserable. Well, guess what? It's going to match your misery. When you're using your imagination, it is the best weapon against any kind of damaging situations that you're seeing. Um, And the challenge right now is that the things that are happening are so big, so it's important to frequently step into these practices and monitoring your energy, just like it was, say, you know, when you're sick, let's say you have the flu and you're, you know, every hour you're checking your temperature, every, you're monitoring how hydrated you are, you're monitoring when you took those meds, you know, your antibiotics or whatever, two hours or four hours, whatever it is. Um, You have to do that this time. time. You have to be scanning your energy. You have to be paying attention to your reaction to things. You have to get yourself as much as you can on the offense, meaning, um, you know, just sort of positioning yourself, saying, okay, I, I think it is in the past, you, um, if you listen to older shows, you hear me say, don't watch the news, don't pay attention, you know, don't mess up your frequency and everything. Well, that was a luxury of those times. It is not a luxury now. It is important to pay attention, really important to pay attention now. And um, for your own safety for your own personal protection is really, really important. And um, and to push back and to, to say, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're perceiving something that is probably on point and you need you need to, you know, pay attention and, and react as you need to react. Um, but even more importantly than that is if you are going to be paying attention, take, you have to be scanning your energy. You have to know when to say, okay, you know, pull back. I called a family producer the other day, and I was like, did you see this? Did you see that? And he's like, well, you know, I was taking some time off. And, no, I didn't see that, but let me check it out. And so he's monitoring his own capacity for consumption of all of this, right? And we all have to do that. I do the same thing. You know, people take, you know, some people go on radio silence with Facebook for a week or whatever, per day, or for a few hours, and you have to sort of pull yourself into uh, you know, into that alignment, into the, you know, it, it takes time off. Why? So what did Sam do when he did that? What he did was he gave his energy to purify itself and to kind of, to, to, to strengthen. So that when he stepped back in to monitor what's going on, and, you know, of course, we talked today and I was like, did you see this? Did you see that? Oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, right? So it's like it's, the whole stone's meal up on turn. You can there's there's a there's a, a, a strength to say okay well you know he's better than me because I'm emotional he'll say well let me go check that out let me go research it okay well that that probably couldn't happen well that probably is a, that's a bad thing you know this type of thing he can evaluate men are, men are, I think men are better than that than women I know it sounds sexist but I really do think it's true um, but you know all that being said is we're all having to manage our energy, okay? Now, I would like to get past the reactionary energy management and get more into the use of the imagination and find our equilibrium. And I think that that is there for the taking. Um, but I wanted to, on the show today, just give you uh, kind of organize things a little bit and how to deal with all this energetically. Because I know the other day, what was the uh, catalyst to me doing the show today? Uh, was it something on Facebook? I forget which of the things it was, but I remember all of a sudden feeling completely claustrophobic, like we can't get out of this. Like how how are we gonna get out of this? How are we gonna and and feeling so like sad and uh, like oh my gosh, and um and then to see people you know celebrating it like really really like oh my gosh, um, or telling you to get over it. Nothing and all this, they're just just rock. And so I remember feeling that, like, like if I'm feeling that, and I'm, you know, Olympic level of this stuff, then what is what are people feeling who who, who are, you know, how you know you can't turn to wine, alcohol, and Xanax, you know, I see a lot of people saying that kind of stuff too. It's going.
going to slow the whole process down if you're in an altered state inebriated through all of this. It slows the whole process down. The sooner we learn how to manage our focus and our emotions and our, our energy and our intentions and our intuition, the sooner we do that, the sooner all of this, one day this will all kind of go away. <laughs> it, won't, it won't be this acute. I quite frankly think it will be sooner than later because it is so over the top. And I think why it would be really, 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 really hard is so that these changes, like everybody kind of changes. It's like, one, two, three, change now. Okay, make it stop. We're on, there's enough people on the other side of the fence now that we can move on with the, the utopia part, <laughs> not the destruction part. So um, one last thing I'll say before I take the questions is, remember, as white leaders, as white workers, you, if you're listening to the show or to the podcast in any of the various ways that this show comes out, you have um, a potency to your energy that every positive step you take really covers a thousand people who don't know how to do this. So we don't have to have everybody perfect. You don't need to go get on Facebook and start trying to teach everybody about focus and energy and attention. I mean, if that's what you do for a living and that's what you feel called to do, so be it. But you don't feel don't feel like everybody has to be on board. Like, you know, like, oh, my God, my husband isn't on board. My family isn't on board. They're leaving us behind, and we're going to be stuck in this chaos forever because of that. No. By you doing it, it used to be 100 people. So one light worker's work would cover 100 people who did. Now it's been boosted maybe even over a 1,000, um, but I, the last numbers I was hearing was a 1,000. And so just know that your willingness to even spend, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes a day on all this, you know, most of you are spending a lot more, but, you know, even so, is really, really powerful for throttling the world forward into this new, um, new age, okay? So, with that being said, I'll take a few questions, and um, let's see. Let's take Tanya from California. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Mari. Thank you for taking my call. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you for calling in. What's your question? Um, so, my the question is in regards to job opportunities. Um, I okay. began last August um, uh, seeking a new job, and I went to informational interviews and networked with some people and, uh, in regards to graphic design. And um, mm-hmm. I even offered my services pro bono or volunteer to just get my foot in the door. And um, I got one opportunity, and that was nice. Um, but since then, it kind of fizzled towards the end of the year, and I uh, haven't really gotten a response from a lot of people. So I guess my question is, um, is the timing of seeking the jobs off, and will the energy be more supportive towards that maybe later in the year? Um, well, I think that it's not so much the energy. Um, graphic design is a budget item that uh, – usually gets shut down towards the end of the year, fourth quarter, and mm-hmm. doesn't kind of start back up until second month of the new year. So I would say in February on, you should start to get a lot more um, momentum. That's very normal business cycle for, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not even psychic during it. It's just that, that that's how business cycles work. So I think um, the timing of just naturally when people would hire, like, graphic designers, like I know even my graphics, person on my web person, they wanted to do some stuff for me over Christmas, and I said, no, no, I'll wait, and then, you know, today I was saying, okay, now it's time to get them to reach out to them, you know, in the next day or so. So, mm-hmm. uh, because it's now past the turn of the holidays and all that kind of stuff. So businesses kind of don't really even start to breathe again until around February 1st. So I would focus on that. As far as um, the energy, the energies are not separate from you. So um, you, again, you're holding up a, a, a blueprint to the field of your molecular possibilities, right, that I was talking about. So what I would mm-hmm. do is get very clear on the kind of job that you want 
and how you want to feel in that job, not just what you want characteristics, you know, money and, you know, types of work, but how you want to feel when you're doing that. And so if you want to feel blissful, if you want to feel like you're losing track of time, you want to feel joyful, you want to feel accomplished, you want to feel like hyper-creative, you want to feel like you have permission to be, you know, have the freedom to be creative, all those, whatever, however you want to feel, you want to make sure that when you're holding up that vision um, to your field, that you include the feeling of it that you want. And then that way you can get the right flavor of seeing, right flavor of parallels for you that's going to be a perfect fit. So you, what you really want is a glove fit. I call them a surgical glove fit. So if you, if you have, like, a winter glove, like a ski glove, it's really big and bulky. But if you're going to go perform surgery, you get, like, you know, the latex glove and it's really, really skin tight, so it fits like a second skin. That's what you want that job to be. So you might want to say in your focus work, you know, give me a job that, you know, a surgical glove fit. You know, give me uh, – I even say that with relationships, too. You want somebody who – where you have a real, you know, tight fit as opposed to, like, loose, bulky, kind of thin, you know, kind of floppy fit, right? So so that's mm-hmm. what I would say. So I don't know that you need to wait. I think you need to st- keep your focus. And even if you are in those stages where it's not a high point for businesses to be hiring, doesn't mean you can't be. There's plenty that do. But the way, the difference between the people who will get the kind of unusual hires during the lower frequency times of the year and not is their focus, you know, mm. their focus. So um, so you're, you're really dictating the timing of, of the energy. So, but, you know, good question, and thanks for calling in. I hope that helps a bit. Thank you so much, Mari. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay. Um, Marilyn in Colorado. Hi, Marilyn. Today. Hello. How Hi. are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Thanks so much Good. for your uh, topic today. I'm really interested in this because I have been working, doing this work on uh, practicing consistent focus. Um, yeah. I am. Uh, I am really. I'm meditating. I am writing. I'm you know, really wanting to be happy and be in that good place. But there are there are right. some things that I still get conditional about, like jobs mm-hmm. showing up or money showing up in the bank. And I'm just wondering, you know, which is probably, you know, inhibiting these things from coming to me. So I'm wondering what kind of practices you might offer or ideas you might have for, you know, staying at that high-frequency, consistent focus. Level. Um, gosh, it's a good question. There's, there's, you know, all sorts of them. First is recognize that anything, everything ebbs and flows. So to expect to be on point all day, every day, you know, perfect frequency match all day, it, it's not realistic because everything's fluid, right? So you're going to have right. certain points of time that are focused and more, and others that are not. One of the things I would say with you is to pay attention to your body and and notice your high points of day and your low points of day. You know how like sometimes you you know like some people are morning people or night people and you know as much as I altruistically would love to be a morning person, I'm just not. I'm just not. I just wake <laughs> up at nine o'clock at night and I can just power through stuff until one in the morning and with complete focus and I can't do that at nine o'clock in the morning. I just can't do it. <laughs> So I don't try right. to push myself to do it, and I don't judge myself for that as much anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I do, but most of the time I So um, that will actually, when you do that, and you put yourself in a state of allowance for your frequencies and, and a willingness to listen to what your body and, quite frankly, your higher self and your energetic field are saying to you, they're saying, okay, well, you know, uh, Mari, you're a channel, and you're doing, you know, very high-level work with, you know, other worlds or whatever, yeah, 9 o'clock to 1 in the morning, your time is great because the majority of the group consciousness is asleep, at least, you know, in your general vicinity. So, you know, maybe that's a clearer time. I'm just giving that as a hypothetical, right? So, yeah. so allowing yeah. yourself to not be perfectionistic about it helps a lot. 
um, because I think what you're doing is judging. Yeah. If you have a blip in a day, it's because you did something wrong. And no, you, you have a blip in a day because that's life. <laughs> and it just means that you need to hold uh, a, a clearer vision and really not look at it as a lot of people look at this holding a vision or doing their alignment sessions or whatever as a um, kind of an extra. They don't realize that you're holding vision all day long. Anyway, yeah, your your field is reading off of something. So it's reading off your most dominant, consistent thought that has emotion behind it. So as you're sort of flashing that into the field, you know, really just paying attention and noticing is is a big thing. I know with my coaching clients and my advanced uh, people in my co- in my courses and stuff, we talk a lot about noticing, you know, yeah. and, and and then shifting as you notice. It'll it'll take care of a lot. Um, you actually made me think I didn't do my earlier announcement. I have a class starting tomorrow, um, Quantum Leap, in your par- with your parallel realities. That might be a good one for you. And then for everybody, we have three actual private sessions and the three readings that I have left from my promotion. So you can email me at support at com if you're interested in something like that for, you know, further help. But um, okay. all that being said, um, yeah, I would, I would stop judging and yeah. give yourself some, find your, find your rhythm, find your rhythms and you'll find, you'll be, I think you'll be on the right track. I think you're actually closer than you think. I think you're just judging. <laughs> and remember, when you judge yeah. it, then you collapse the frequency, and then you put yourself so that the molecular structures are matching the judgment. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so, thank you. The other, one aware. other thing is go play. That's what ah. you guys are just saying. Your angels just said, tell her to go play. <laughs> So, I love it. You're in Colorado, so I don't know how warm it is there. I know it's kind of cold and probably snowing, whatever. But just whatever it is that you do to go play, go play. Or get, you know, body work done or massage, that kind of thing. And that will help a lot with, with what you're trying to accomplish. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You, Happy thought. Okay. You're so welcome. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. Have a good night. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Okay, so I think next we have Nicole. Is Nicole still on? Yep, Nicole in New Jersey. Hi, Nicole. Hello. So, question. I've been in this entrepreneurial space for a few years, and it's been a wonderful growth experience, and it's given me a lot of freedom to really be clear and to put into practice a lot of the things that I've learned from you and others. Um, so everything from trying things I've never tried before and overcoming obstacles and all of that great stuff. And I'm in a place right now where I feel like I'm on a treadmill because I feel like I'm doing a lot and not going anywhere. So I actually considered um, going back in, quote, unquote, to a, a corporate job, had an opportunity pop up that felt found out Monday that I didn't get it. And it felt like a gut punch because it just felt right and so many levels, it was good timing with what I'm doing entrepreneurially. I don't know if that's a word. Um, um, and now I'm going, okay, what, what's going on? What am I doing that I shouldn't be doing? What should I start doing that I'm not? Is there something I am doing right that I should keep going? Um, but it's a, it's a tough place right now because I feel like I should be farther along with everything that I've done, what I vibrate energetically, everything that I practice, and, um, and I'm not. And so now I feel kind of lost and trying to figure out what to do next and trying to understand where I am. Um, it's interesting when, when I hear people and they go to, you know, to, to a, a description or story. I don't listen to the words. I listen to the energy, and I think that you're still looking at all of this as cause and effect, and kind of like a recipe that's supposed to bake to a certain level and a certain temperature and be delivered out of the oven in a certain way because you baked it the right way. <laughs> and um, kind of doesn't work like that. So um, I think that the 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 big there's two things. One is 
everyone is saying to the last gal, try not to be so perfectionistic in your approach because I think what you're doing is saying, okay, I'm afraid now, that let me go back, get my traditional job type thing. Um, maybe there's other thing that doesn't feel, you know, like it's working or whatever. And so, and so you're looking for the should. What should I do? What should I do? And should I do? And it's really there's no should. There's a um, uh, your focus is what's generating all of these different opportunities. So if your focus is on traditional job, traditional job, traditional job, and you're doing it with every piece of your being, then yeah, something's going to show up in your field. You're going to intuitively, you know, you're going to energetically pick up on it. But I happen to know you well, and I know that the minute that that job actually came through, there was some little tiny, itty-bitty piece of you that said, well, do I really want to go back in? And then, and that piece is more potent than you give it credit for because you try to use your mind your to override that little piece inside of you. But see, that's what was keep... different about this one. I questioned myself whether I was ready. Whether when I walked into that building yeah. and sat down with those people, did it feel right? And it felt right. I was ready to move on. I was ready to give up the freedom that I have with the work that I do. I had envisioned that, that, right that feeling. I, I look, whoa, whoa, stop. I'm not going to, I don't have enough time to go do it to this level of detail. However, what I would say is that you just said it yourself. You literally just answered your own question because you just said, the, the little phrase you just used was giving up the freedom. You just did it. You just said it. That right there is enough to knock it out. In the frequency, I'm not talking about logic. I'm not talking about, well, I thought this and I thought that. That's your mental mind. But I think that you're being called forward to really focus from a frequency perspective. And what you're doing is you're Playing, definitely playing in that sandbox, and I'm not saying you're not doing a good job, but clearly you're manifesting things, opportunities. But there's a there's an underlying energetic aspect that did not want that. It just wasn't the right thing. And if it's just not the right thing, something else will come up right behind it. So what I would ask, the question I would ask, and I'm going to have to leave you with this um, tool, when I get into situations like that, because certainly I've had plenty of those myself, is you want to ask, what's the path of most allowance for me at this time? What's the path of most allowance for me? And show me the way. And give it a little bit more open-ended as opposed to trying to recipe it into existence. Uh, so I'm going to have a jump off from that, but I hope that that should get you on the right path. Oh, ask that open-ended question, and you'll start to get um, some, more, some more insight on that, but, you know, in your, in your prayer work and in your um, intuitive work. Okay. Okay. So I think yep, we are at the end of another Ahamovitz radio show. I would highly suggest if you guys um, want, I ended registration for our class. It starts tomorrow, uh, last week. And I had actually one cancellation, so I have a spot in the class. If you'd like that spot, it's called Taking a Quantum Leap with the Parallels, and it's a very intensive parallel reality course, a lot of stuff that we're talking about today, plus a lot of new stuff coming in. It's just the parallel courses from last year. We're upgrading several of the activities and things because the, the energy has changed and there's, there's you know, um, some nuances that have shifted, so that's great. Um, and then also I have three reading spots left. Um, that's twenty actually $20 off. It's a New Year's special, and I'm not going to be doing that again this year. But um, three spots are left for that. So, again, you can write about either two, either one of those as to me at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and I'll send you um, the info on that. And then finally, just one other announcement about some new things that we're doing this year. I'm going to be doing a live retreat, and um, a three-day retreat here in La Jolla, California. And also a live uh, one-on-one, we call them, I'm calling them Bliss by the Beach Days. <laughs> They're actually VIP coaching days where you spend the whole day with me here in La Jolla and we do all kinds of experiential stuff on the beach and, and um, you know, channeling work and energy work and parallel work. So we're kind of configuring all that now. So if any of those are interests, keep an eye on your inbox. We'll be sending stuff out about it, but 
Also, if you have specific interests, let me know by sending an email to support at ahamomentsinc.com. All right, so I hope that this has been helpful. Um, it is a rocky ride. Keep your, you know, focus, keep the faith, and keep focusing on the energy. That's what's going to speed all of this up. All right, so I'll end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.